0: Occasion of retreat, group retreat, contemplating the supportive signs of a group retreat, which is a collected uh, restraint, collected silence, mm-hmm. collected forms, so as there is a scattering or the more diversities of, of forms and Energies and activities is a relative um, harmony of them, conforming in a helpful way. Mm-hmm. It allows for autonomy in terms of your personal experience, your intimacy experience, how you meditate, so forth. And yet, trying to hold all that respectfully within something that's gives rise to that shared benefit Mm -hmm. so naturally we can kind of focus on the you know, me and mine, and the autonomy and my particular qualities and experiences Mm -hmm. that's all part of it and also just deriving some benefit from the sense of there's a lot of stillness here externally, whatever's going on internally something just just referring to that in just sitting with your eyes open, seeing the stillness and group beings harmless, trustworthy, aspiring mm, putting forth energy supporting just perceptions so important. Cultivate skillful perceptions to counteract unskillful ones, ones that give a sense of grief or frustration or craving. These probably arise. need to be dealt with, need to be met, need to be understood perceptions, impressions, memories interpretations how take on things, and people, and events, and relationships, and personal predicaments, and the, mm, they have got stuck, that stick Why they stick? Because they become me. It's the drawback of perception. Perception is useful to interpret, to assess, to get a sense of orientation. This is this, that's that. How hmm. much of it? Um, gets stored up which is of no benefit and why it becomes me, And if it's unpleasant, comes my grief and my sorrow and my disappointment and my negative stuff. And a lot of energy in there. Energy starts throbbing. Sankara's activation, response. So I get frustrated. I get irritable. I get disappointed. I feel stuck. Activations activate. becomes me, becomes I am, becomes I'm enmeshed in all this. And even delightful perceptions that become me, the good old days, (laughs) happy times, the wonderful things I could be doing, that somebody else is doing, the visions of the cottage on the hill. Goats in the meadow. Other cups. <laughs> I used to have these visions. Coming me where I could be. I could be like this instead of sitting here. <laughs> Activations, the frustration, the craving. Dukkha. How does something pleasant become Dukkha? Just makes a relentless pounding pressure on it to get it hmm. To get rid of those things that have become me and to finalize the things I want to be to really achieve them those things I want to be, those ideas, those impressions then it'd be good, <laughs> and this is basically the way that people behave: craving, craving to get rid of, craving to become, craving to have, and you know, gripped into me, my, my life. Mm. If I wasn't an anagarika, then garaker, and I could be out scuba diving. going to drink coffee in the evening with my friends, listen to music if I wasn't stuck. It's deadbeat place. Okay, get into something more interesting, progressive, useful. Mm. Becoming me, my life, me, mine. And this is such a powerful um, form, formulation, poignant, flavorful, so grabbing, arresting, grabbing hard, that a good part of the time most of us believe it. Or we half believe it, we're tempted by it. Mm and yet you're, you're going to just consciously just just lift from that just like you're in a helicopter just ri- rising above that scenario mm-hmm. rising out of that scenario, just don't condemn it, just rise above it How's this feel? How's it feel now that that? Stressful, unfulfilled, frustrating, irritating Impatient, very embedded. Mm. You want that? That's, that's telling you. That's where it's going to take you. That's, that's it's showing you. If you get the right perspective, it's telling you something. Get the right perspective tells you something. Yeah. This is dukkha. It's not the actions of Dukkha, the perceptions of Dukkha that by themselves just that forming a self out of them picking up the ball and running with it Balls are okay You have to pick up and run with it And those that need you to get running they need you, they need your investment in them your belief in them Those ones you really want to be weary of feeding on your energy. Buy one of these, get one of these. Have one of these, you'll be something. Go here, go there, you'll be something. Pay up. You'll be something. Draw feeding on your energies, feeding on your heart. In this sense these aggregates are considered to be like assassins come to the house, the owner opens the door Hello, we've come to help you, offer you some nice things Oh wonderful, we'll give you all kinds of things you could do and have become. Oh great, take him in, then they murder him. Takes him in, okay, yeah, good idea, then they, they slash his heart to pieces Mm. This is the way that the suttas review that experience. But of course, thing is, even slashed to pieces, we get up and do it again. <laughs> Reform. Take another one. Take another set in. Just that ability to just lift. Out of, the, out of the picture. How does this feel now? Mm. And how does sense of just lifting? Mm. It's this and inquiring, not so much into the perceptions, but the pull. It's called asada. Asada. It's a pulling sweetness enticing and pulling in the Buddha said review it like this and in that also notice the being pulled in Arrdeinoa danger danger riptide suction Vortex danger. Second thing to review. Knowing the danger, aware of the danger, feeling the energies of being pulled, dragged, driven, locked, lifting. In the lifting, in the non intoxication, the non belief. Sustaining it, poor, lessens, weakens Who is this? Who is in this? Inquiry, double picture? who is in this picture? Who is this being who is poor and will become great and will have a good time will become, who is this? A jumble of needs and moods and energies and thoughts and so forth Nothing solid in itself at all Have some sympathy then for this plight for this situation This sarana, the escape, the release in the grip it's the only review there's no fighting in there it's just careful lifting your disengaged not bonded doesn't mean you fighting against it. disengaged just taking lifting to get a better view dispassion no pressure, no, no. you know, we get stirred up one way or another, getting angry, getting upset, getting fascinated, getting involved, dispassion, cool, open and, and reviewing. Who's in this? What is it? Just the jumble, just the tangle, energy swirling around cool, opening, soothing release, releasing It's a cultivation cessation of that very form that very energetic tangle and turmoil ceasing, cool, still, open Mm. This is cultivation so that the domain of release, of openness, can be realized and actualized. And as we, we realize that, we can sense things are changeable, things are shifting, you know, things are variable, things are waves. That Get intense and locked and into whirlpools and patterns, but they are waves. However, much that rip tide pause, it is basically a waveform with high velocity. Mm-hmm. And actualize also means in this very intimate life with memories that seem to be me and about me, with visions and anticipations that seem to be me. Issues, problems, grievances, grudges that certainly seem to be me actualised within that, then it gets really, really um, fitting in this very life with the people and things, situations where we get edgy, nervy, irritable, fearful, confused here there, yeah. who's this? Hmm. This is the cultivation Retreat situation, we get a good amount of support from that from the, basically, you know, there's quite a lot of lift in it we're actually suspending routines, in putting our relationships on quiet, at work, minimal, on suspending, and prepared to let things go the way they go, and each other to be how we are. Okay. sense, so just may you be well. Has to be that going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That sense of trust the process that you're in. It's intimate, it seems sometimes perplexing, it seems (laughs) to be a a lock, a tangle that you haven't fathomed yet, it keeps coming up. This is the occasion when, with that, referring to that open, steady context we might gain the ability to rise into the, that perspective everybody gets this everybody gets their stuck stuff somewhere not really so uniquely wrong with me and let's uh, feel the energy of that and uh, view the tangle Drop the topic or just go soft on the topic and look at the person who's affected. Is the key. There's the key to the lock. You've probably reviewed the topic many times if you've got one of on these nagging obsessions. Like I do, <laughs> like everybody does. You've probably been around this one quite a few times and it's always got that same sometimes it gets more intense, builds up it gets quite psychedelic sometimes on retreats you get really of intensity lucid grudges <laughs> <laughs> or fantasies or projections of what I could or should be mm. soft on that, just getting this sense of the energy building up around things and then also Who's the person? Who's this happening to? And it's a frustrating question because you can't find one. What you find is, is a mixture of ignorance, obscurity, obscurations, not seeing, reflexes, jumpiness, blurred jumps not clear processing, but jumpy assumptions blurred impressions leaps to conclusions (laughs) whiplash reactions of ignorance, craving lashing around yet, we can review that and yet there's something present and can actually witness that And yet There's something beautiful and tender in that capacity to open around some pretty uncomfortable stuff Remember that Remember the Buddha recommended us through, kept reminding us that the realisation experience, this is relative impermanent, compounded, brought together Uh, these formations, these perceptions, this locking is compounded, brought together not really a fundamental thing in itself even more potently that very me, who is afflicted and the I, that acts upon it, are inferences of no substantial reality not self what makes them seem to is their familiar, their intimate and they stir, they arouse us, they arouse the heart. That quality seems to imply me, mine. That quality that arousal, the intimacy, the familiarity, the repeated nature of it. This is a but this is If we return to the the mode, modality of our cultivation, it's quite a broad thing. It's quite a broad field, it's quite a broad perspective that's encouraged. A wide perspective, an open perspective. The open road, life in the forest, these kind of nuances. Mm Even retreats, remember the, when we first arrived here we didn't do retreats we had 1979 to 1981, 1981 there were no retreats we just, we just got on with it day <laughs> after day, sit, evening meditation, morning meditation, night vigils, dinner talks. Then we didn't do retreats, it was until 81 I mean some so of these things called retreats. <laughs> <laughs> but more or less every day, I just made a little post made saying all compounded normal impermanent. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens sometimes they pick up this refrain, you can't tackle a particular motto and just say it most every day, you give a talk every morning. What is it that Buddhas know that unenlightened beings don't know. What is it that Buddhas know that unenlightened beings don't know? So, all that arises passes away and is not self. And they kind of extrapolate around that theme. They keep repeating it over and over again every day. The whole Vasa went on that. And then he gives some examples of situations where we things that seemed to be permanent or <laughs> well, we wanted things to be permanent or well, things seemed to be certain or well, we wanted things to be certain they weren't certain and things seemed to be something we could own and control and have and they weren't and people seemed to be this way and she really is one of those and you found out that she isn't you know and the constant recognition of the fallacy of the of that locked positions of permanence and selfhood. You mm-hmm. uh, know, we, uh, we can shift from one mode to another from being extremely tense and gripped into being quite loving and generous and sweet, It can shift, mm-hmm. and where's that gone? Mm-hmm. Being grumpy and hostile, and, and then suddenly people turn up and cheer for a bride, oh, <laughs> well, that's gone, you know, where did that one go? So you keep that perspective broad, noticing the changing of the person, the personal perspectives. So we do this thing, meditation thing. I mean we are really reviewing what the Buddha was presenting, it really it's a kind of sensitive focus, absolutely sensitive focus but it's actually focusing on the whole on what's happening to you not a particular chosen point to develop a lot of concentration on but just the wholeness of what's happening to you certainly with sensitivity certainly with some ability to find detail in there Mm. and not losing the whole picture this wholeness Needs to be encouraged because our life does, we do get this tunneling and funneling down into particular details, very much a feature of a, of a high data lifestyle which we live in these days. High degree of close up data, ideas, symbols, words, dates, times, clocks, high precision, you get a lot of that. Focusing down into the details really visual and mental Visually and mentally dominated, where they can do these fine details of symbols and concepts That's very much a product of what we call developed or mechanized or technologized world And you can see it gets finer and finer The context in which uh, Teachings were given were not like that. Not data rich in that sense, not similar concept rich, very little writing, if any. Clearly, no clocks, no calendars, no deadlines, no to-do lists, no management. Wild. Uh, and these people lived out there, you know. These A bunch of monkey eight or five disciples or they were part of a band, a whole tribe of people who were wandering and living like out there in the wild, in the wilderness and to live in the wilderness it means you've got to be pretty alert, absolutely tuned in, absolutely you're not only dealing with symbols and concepts What are you dealing with? You're dealing with what comes in through the other senses through the body particularly how you're walking what's underneath you where the ground is firm Mm. rain, cold, heat, body bodies, Mm. aware of the body through moving through darkness Tuned into the body. That's that's certainly everything attuned to making sure this body is kept safe. So a lot of that fundamental orientation around bodily existence, not conceptual existence or conceptual manipulation, but bodily existence, animated, vibrant. Sensitive, reactive and you're listening to the body's intelligence as it feels nervy or stumbling or unsecure tuning into that and you get very agile, tuned in you're listening pick up odours on the wind you can see a certain amount with your eyes but maybe it's dark and everything comes back to you know, I was just... body... Mm. Mm. So, that, there's the kind of basic state, you have two qualities there One is awareness mm. and then open which is not about the senses, but not removed from them We're aware of sense consciousness That is, we can aware, be aware of seeing things, I can't see things I aware of tactile consciousness something's touching me aware of perceptions I can see something do I get a clear vision of that or is that not so? Am I perceiving this correctly or not? Is that an elephant or is it the sign of a rock? Mm. So just aware of perceptions aware of consciousness mm. but at the same time not Bonding to them. Because if you get too mesmerized by one detail, you lose the big picture, and something might be behind you, underneath you, trip over something. So you're aware but not engaged. You're tuned in, but you're not know, engaged with this stuff. And you're probably not thinking about planning next year's vacation, or what's for dinner, or she said this to me five years ago that is totally useless, in fact dangerous to be distracted so just that state, minimal, minimal conceptual data emphasis on embodied, animated, life, tuned in you have awareness which is not engaged, it's always open, has to be a consciousness arising, experience of form, something solid, warm, this form. Externally, moving around through grass or across areas of land. Internally, energy, its pulses in the body. Is it stressed? Is it excited? Is it numb? Is it restful? How is the energy? Internally. Reference, external, internal reference, aware of that. And it changes. Mm. So, we've been referred back to that, right? Really? Because this is the key. Mm. This is the one about going to tell you whether you're going to be, survive or not, tell you whether you're in danger or not, tell you whether you're getting too excited or nervy, or distracted Mm -hmm. you're losing touch with the here and now wake up, pull back, come back to this get your feet on the ground Mm -hmm. remember where you are just that non-verbal learning process from a small age be here so it's aware, it's here is embodied and that's your kind of basic template and in that you can experience what's later talked about as the aggregates form gross form, formless body moving along forms around me subtle body internal body the sense of energies and vibrations within the body subtle form Mm -hmm. it's this Mm -hmm. and it's changing you shift it it's vibrant it's alive you can't make it one way or another it does it by itself Mm -hmm. you can't say let my my body feel vibrant and happy Mm -hmm. no what we can do as you get more tuned in, it's okay, it's feeling dull and sluggish. Stop, stand still, take a breath, expand your awareness over the entire body, and it will gradually return to balance. And you notice the participation in that. If you're getting angry and upset about it, that emotional disturbance will actually reflect into the inner body and stir it up. So you're going to be peaceful and open, and kind not in a sentimental way, but non-aversive it's feeling stressed open, wide, soften soft, and the attitudes give it time, it returns to balance it's changeable it's subject to change, it's subject to conditioning therefore we regard that with attention, sympathy, intelligence and it will then respond That's the beauty of the animate condition Right? That's what you're reading, the animate condition The animate condition is responsive If you review it with a hostile intention, it will, it will be unpleasant If you review it with a critical mind, it will be sour If you review it with an open state, it will tend to untangle if you review it, trying to force it to be open, it will become tense If you review it, wondering why it's set like this, it will become confused <laughs> If you stop all that mental input and just review it with, it's like this now Widen, include the whole body You'll find balance and ease up That's the animal condition. Very training to read the animate condition rather than the symbolic statement That's the shift Rather than the symbols and the concepts which we are very good at reading Yeah? Read the animate condition Not the symbols and the concepts Symbols and concepts means, well obviously words, ideas which we can run through the drop of a hat interpretations, I'm this, I'm that, I could be this, I should be that, people say this, as and so and so like that and That's all symbols and concepts. What are they? They're just noises and yet we read those and they they cannot respond because they're just ghosts right? They're not animate They're an idea, an idea is a ghost It's a virtual reality, it has its uses. If I say I'm going to Winchester, that's useful but it's just... there's nothing in it, is there? It's empty If I say, you know, Winchester's a lovely town Winchester doesn't smile because I say it's a lovely town it's just an idea Mm -hmm. So, rather getting fascinated with the ideas, symbols and concepts acknowledge that and drop, lift from that or move from that into what is it referring to when I say I'm a confused person I shouldn't be so confused What do you, what's actually referring to? the agitated state where's that finding it in that animate condition where it can be responded to it needs to be listened to, not believed in, but opened around Return to the open state The open state called awareness, this is a jnana um, and it's a state of its citta one of its potentials is, is this open state heart, ah, mind, citta mm. We can be that open, right? This is of course something we kind of, oh yes, we remember we can open, and we forget because getting locked in is more intoxicating, more seemingly more energized, more productive, more useful, more fascinating, more interesting, more colorful, more me, with all the wonderful things. Open state is just... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's the sweetness there's the, there's the danger there's the escape in the open state let's call it open awareness, jnana Chitta has that it's like an open mouth so everything comes in but it, it, it seizes it gets deluded, it gets fascinating because you, you can feel that awareness begins mm. to pucker tense up and then fold up onto something mm. so though it's potentially a constant it's we, we drift in and out of it we get pulled out of it by these riptides. there's the sweetness there's the danger and here's the escape mm and these pulls, these tires, are so potent poignant, stirring, urgent, important all that, frustrating, she drives me nuts there's so so much in them that even we don't want them they end up like the assassins, They've uh, they've got you in half Nelson they've hooked you, jitters on the floor but his perceptions and formations trampling it. So then you, what do you need to support that? Well you we have this animate body. Because everything is playing out on that is feeding on subtle energies that stream through the body. And something we probably only half know. We know when we're angry we get heated up. You know, when we get kind of mesmerized, we just go up into our heads and fascinated by something on the screen, lose the body, we probably recognize that. And you come out of it, oh yeah, uh-huh. you know, when you get frightened, you feel cl- closed down and hardened. Right? That's what we call the subtle body, the energy body. And through steadying, soothing, Extending all those folds where the awareness folds up, collapses in, tangles, those energies can untangle, like smoothing out the sheet, tangled formations, kaya sankara, bodily formations, jitta sankara, mental formations. Vajjisankara, conceptual formations tangle, tangle Push into the tangle, fight with it and you get more tangled You get stuck in a net, and you thrash around in it, you get more stuck Soften, release, relax, you slip out of the net This is the skill of the cultivator, and every time there's an occasion of slipping out of the net, even some of it, even one or two, you know, features of that net, it's oh, on, This is the open. This is released. Mm. You need an identity for that. Can you just trust that? You need to have an identity for it. No? Don't need it. That messes it up. That contracts it. You see, you begin to sense the identity experience as fundamentally a contraction. A grip. A grasp. Upadana, the Upadhana hovering over these aggregates and then descending, catching, seizing, contorting, dukkha. And some support. Concepts of symbols aren't really good. Because they're inanimate. They are ghosts. They may be interesting ghosts, but they're ghosts. There's no animate quality to them. They don't. What touches your nervous system, what touches your guts, what moves your heart is not an idea, it's the stimulation experience. Mm. These concepts can stir stimulation, but when one becomes attuned to a concept, just an idea So what? You've heard it all You don't get so stimulated by it No distasteful is just that, it's all it ever can be It's just a map, it's not a reality What's the point, you know? You can't get embedded on it, you can't walk on a map, you can't eat a menu purely assembled concepts one becomes dispassionate towards them mm-hmm. feeling, sensitivities the arousal when they rise up, how flooding they are how engulfing they can be quality of feeling and shifts and changes You want the pleasant ones to last and they don't You want pleasant ones to pass away. They don't. You fight. You hold. That fighting and holding locks them into place. The way to get rid of unpleasant feeling is to open your mind, open your awareness around them, and they lose their power and ebb. The way to contain to keep pleasant unpleasant feeling going is to grab it, fight with it, complain about it, wrangle with it, describe who made me feel this way, blame myself for having it, trying to get rid of it, wonder what I'm doing, stuck in this, what's ever gonna get me out of it. That's the way to keep it going. So it's just unpleasant feeling. Most poignant not just physical but psychological he did this to me, she never did this they always were like that I felt like this yeah, unpleasant definitely unpleasant who's that? do you want to keep being that person? or there's the attraction there's the strange macabre delight firming up an identity around one's grievances the world forming around one's grievances There's the delight Delight in becoming solid even if you're just solidly indignant There's the attraction There's the danger Open around that Here's the escape The way out So, using this potential we have for re- liberation, for release these key signs, Dukkha, and Anatta turning them from Buddhist concepts into explored, real experiences where the animated condition releases, you can feel it shifting, changing and it is shifting and changing, where it seems locked something has not been understood when it seems trapped, something has not been understood there's something holding it returning to it favoring it firming it up that's craving craving for becoming craving for identity an irrational but pernicious thirst that's gripping, holding uh, uh, limiting attracting yet very tempting possibility there's the, the delight, there's the danger here's escape. so this is the way we cultivate yeah. you now, sitting, walking just how much identity do you need to walk? <laughs> zero really how many concepts? What's the right way to do walking meditation? Give me a set of concepts and ideas I can measure when I'm doing it right. Like I walk, you know. Yeah, but how do, you, how do you walk? You know, like walk. What's the right way? Well, you know, like walk, you know. <laughs> walk like walk. But how long for? Well, you know. What feels about right? 25 paces? Yeah I've only got 20 paces, what well, 20 paces will do then? Is 25 better than 20? Well if you've got 20, 20 is what you've got What about 30? Well, if you're... <laughs> <laughs> slow or fast? How fast? How slow? Just like, well you know, <laughs> comfortable Walk comfortable for a comfortable period of time. So you, you get what you need out of it. Your body knows how to walk. Just don't concern yourself with distance and duration. These are these are ideas. The body doesn't know about that. The body knows, only knows how to lift a leg, how to swing the pelvis, how to relax the shoulders, how to flow along. The body knows how to do that very well. The body's not concerned with how long and how far where it's going. The body's concern is to maintain a supple balance that stops you falling over When you land on one foot and one foot's in the air and you're not falling over That's a miracle, enjoy that And that's what the body does and it's very tuned into that Get tuned into that rather than the concept of doing, walking, meditation Then you're cultivating What should be cultivated? If comes back to the here and now settles into something that's relaxing, comforting, fluent, rhythmic, soothing that's what it's about Mm. So those driven forces, those compulsive energies those, why do I have to do this states those, what do I do tomorrow, all that stuff is Sensed, directly sensed. Uh huh. How does this feel? What's happening in the body? What's happening to my awareness? Open, steady, give it time. Keep walking, walking. This is the escape. So let's take some time for our own um, direct practice.